Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you. Hey, hey, how's it going? This is 15 Minutes of Genius. This is episode 29. We're almost at 30. Pretty amazing. Never thought we made it here, but we did. We are in the beautiful Manhattan Beach studios here in the city of Manhattan Beach. Want to give a big plug to our man right over there, uh, uh, Mark Nicholas, Mark and Manhattan Beach Studios dot net. Uh, if you ever need uh, film editing, video, photo, anything that you want to your heart's content, he does it all. Super pumped about our guest. Um, this is a category that we have not had on the show yet. I just bought his product yesterday. Just hit the shelf at Sprouts nationally. So, without further ado. And I'm going to make sure I pronounce this company name right. I got it down. Ithaca Hummus. We have Chris Kirby. He's the founder. Here's a little uh, summary and excerpt on him. So Ithaca Hummus was created in 2013 by chef Chris Kirby. It started out as a stand at the Ithaca Farmer's Market and quickly grew to become the fastest growing hummus brand in America. Ithaca Hummus is made using quality, real food ingredients. I love that. Using high-pressure processing to keep the ingredients fresh and full of nutrients. The brand offers seven chef-inspired varieties that each showcase bold, intense flavors, including lemon garlic, lemon dill, classic lemon beet, roasted red pepper, kalamata olive, and smoked chipotle. Ithaca Hummus can be found in over 6,500 stores nationwide in a variety of premium, natural, conventional retailers such as Wegmans, Whole Foods, Publix, Hannaford, Sprouts, Target Food Line, Stop and Shop, Gelson's, and the Fresh Market. For more information, IthacaHummus.com. So, Chris, how's it going, my man? Doing well, doing well. I got the bedtime vibes going on behind me on the East Coast here. Yeah, I love it. Well, you know, it's uh, it's interesting, you know, where we film this show uh, at night. You know, it's like 4.40 p.m. right here, and you're obviously on the East Coast at 7.40. So thanks for staying up. Uh, you're on daddy duty, obviously, with two young children. So thanks for joining us. Oh, man, it's a pleasure. And uh, good to get a little break. Definitely, definitely. So uh, love your product. Product is amazing for those that haven't had it. You have to try it. Um, I love your marketing campaign, which I think is... Uh, you haven't had what is it? You haven't had hummus till you had Ithaca hummus, or tell me what's your what's your slogan? Taste hummus for the first time, even if it's your hundredth time. I love it. <laughs> really, like nails it right there and dials in your your like how great your product is. So to take a few steps back, you know, I've talked to you a few times on the phone. Um, I was always complaining that I couldn't find it. Uh, enough on the West Coast. Now I can officially shut up about it since you're in Sprouts nationally. Now I can find it basically in, uh, within a mile of where I live. But tell us more about your story of really, say, you know, you're, you're a chef at heart, how you got into creating your brand, and just tell us how you got into the space in general for CPG. Uh, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I started my career as a chef and have always been passionate about food and um, the, the ability that cooking and being a chef gives me to influence other people through food. Um, and I loved the restaurant business for a, for a long time, but ultimately uh, reached a point where I wanted to stay in the food business, but didn't want to you know, keep that restaurant lifestyle. Um, and I have two kids now, so luckily um, I'm not doing that anymore. But um, 
I, I wanted to figure out how to transition and went back to school uh, at Cornell at the hotel school um, in Ithaca, New York. And when I got there, I went to the farmer's market and tried to find something that I could do in the food community that would, um, you know, be, be new and something unique for, for, for Ithaca and the, and the residents and community in Ithaca. And there was no, um, there was no local hummus person at the farmer's market. And so about a month later that became me. And, um, it's always been really just focused on how do we make the best possible quality, freshest tasting product. Um, and in the beginning that meant you only have a seven day shelf life. And I think the magic of Ithaca hummus as we've grown over the years is how we've been able to maintain that same farmer's market, fresh flavor, taste, texture, um, but commercialize the product um, in a way that it now can be distributed nationwide. And how does the, you know, in, in getting into this product and creating this hummus without giving away the trade secret, like why, how come it tastes so much damn better than other hummuses? I mean, because other entrepreneurs are watching, they want to create the best product possible, the tastiest, where it's not only high quality, but it also tastes really good. It's addictive, um, where I can just spoon it without even dipping chips in it or, or, or veggies. How did you, how were you able to create such a great flavor profile and really um, stand out in a very crowded category? Also with your packaging, how do you stand out? That's the second question. Yeah, I mean, if, um, if Papa John's hadn't already taken it, you know, maybe our slogan would be better ingredients, better hummus, but that really is, it's, it's that simple. I mean, as a chef, you know, like your the final dish is only going to taste as good as the quality of the ingredients that went into making it. And, um, so why does our product taste the way that it does is it's the same reason why our gross margin sucks. Uh, <laughs> it's, we, we put, we put it all in the product, you know, we buy whole lemons and squeeze them right at the point of production. Um, we use fresh garlic that has never been frozen and isn't a powder and like, isn't a flavor oil essential. I mean, we just use real food ingredients. And so the product tastes like it should, and it tastes like it would if you went to a restaurant and, um, it's really that simple, no magic, uh, no, tr no secrets. It's, it's just better ingredients. Definitely better ingredients, better pizza or better hummus, pop, <laughs> pop, Papa Chris, right? That's your, that's your tagline. So, uh, um, yeah. And you're literally your Papa. So that makes total sense. Uh, I vibe with you, man, because with genius juice, right. Using real, we use real coconut water, real coconut meat. Uh, we literally have people at our facility scraping out coconut meat from the coconut and a big focus that we are having going into next year and part of this year is margin. And you, you just discussed that. You said like our margins suck or whatever. And uh, I mean, half joking, I'm sure it's semi, semi decent, but what are you doing to work on your margins? Do you have a pathway to improve your margins? Because again, like part of the show is connecting with entrepreneurs, getting people to really getting people can learn from entrepreneurs on the show on how to really improve your business. So with such a real product like you have with freshly squeezing lemons, fresh garlic, where it's the, the product's amazing, how can you eventually get your margins to be where you want? What are some strategies that you can share that you're going to be doing with your company? Um, absolutely. I, it's, it's a tough question because the advice that I always give are just conversationally, you really do want to 
make sure that before you scale your business up, that you've got margins that are, that are going to su support the growth. Um, in our case, I mean, we're, we're making, it's almost like we're making an even bigger bet on quality and consumers willing to pay for quality because where our gross margin suffers, that just means we have that much less below the line for marketing and, you know, traditional advertising and things to experiment and drive awareness and trial with. But, but the bet that we're making on is the, we're putting it all on the product. So that drives word of mouth. It drives passion. It drives people to really believe in the product and the brand and what you're doing. Um, but as you mentioned, we always are making incremental steps towards a, you know, enhanced and improved gross margin. And we look at everything from the size of our container and uh, you have the square container up there, you know, that, that fits better on the shelf. It fits better in a truck. You can fit more in a truckload and it's just efficient throughout the supply chain. So there are savings in things like looking at your packaging. Um, so I would say we look at everything under the sun except the ingredients. Those are off limits. Um, and jokingly, we always say, well, yeah, it would cost a lot less. We just have to start using frozen lemon juice. And, you know, it's just like the ongoing joke that we're not willing to do. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a struggle. Freight over time, efficiencies there. Uh, um manufacturing process, you know, for us, we'll hit an inflection point where it makes sense to look at the next stage of processing equipment, which yields efficiencies, which will, which will help our gross margin. But it's such an iterative and, and, and incremental process along the way. I think as long as you're focused on it, um, you're, you're in, you're in, you can, you know, be in decent shape. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, in time, right, with anything, volume, solves and and cures you know cures all the ailments as they say right once you are hitting you know now that you're hitting more national retailers i mean i know in in, in no time you'll be national with whole foods i know you're in a majority of the regions right now eventually you'll be able to get the cost further and further down as you scale the business but one thing i really like that you said which is that you're right. Like you don't have to spend as much. And I think this is a great selling point to investors where you don't have to spend as much on marketing and trade spend if the product itself sells itself, right? You don't have to do aggressive promotions as much. Obviously you want first trial where someone will discover the product and, and, and buy it for the first time. But the product is so damn good. I put genius juice in the same category. Like we're dominating in the coconut category. As far as quality, you're dominating in the hummus category that once someone tries your product, they're sold for life and they're gonna be customers for life. But so uh, in really transitioning some of my questions here, what is next for Ithaca, right? Like you're now getting nationwide and in Sprouts, you're gonna definitely be expanding more and more. Are you feeling that you can start going into, um, you know, other formats where you can really get this into more stores or do you really wanna focus on less stores and driving velocity more in those stores. So what's kind of the one to two year plan with your business? And uh, also, do you have a plan to exit with Ithaca or do you want to just continue scaling it and growing it? So what's kind of, tell me your kind of your, your plans going forward for the next year or two. Yeah, um, I mean, we're seven years in and looking back, the focus on same store sales and velocity building has always been there and will always be there. 
I think we're more aggressively now looking at expanding our distribution. And I would say more than anything, what's most important to us as a brand is to, to focus on how do we grow the category? How, how do we not only take our piece of the pie, but how do we make the pie bigger? What role does Ithaca play in you know, everyone who's involved in this category's ambition to grow it? Um, because if we can figure that out, and we can um, you know, educate people on that, then it makes our job a lot easier. So um, I say that's, that's our number one focus, uh, growing the category, growing our share in the category, um, definitely doing that by a mix of adding distribution, but you know, never taking our eye off the ball with same store sales. And then as far as like longer term, I mean, this category that we're in is, is nearly a billion dollar category. So a lot of room to grow what we're doing um, in its current format. And, you know, that may mean, you know, hummus and lemon garlic hummus in snack packs, or we have a 17 ounce line that's um, launching very soon, um, club packs. So package architecture and, and playing around with that is, is certainly um, in the near term future for us. And uh, overall, you know, I want to I want to be in this business as long as I feel like we're making an impact. And who knows? I mean, that 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 may very well be for a long time. Yeah. And I think you touched on something really good, which is like the 17 ounce, by the way, excuse my naivete here. That's a bigger size, right? Than what you currently have. Yeah. OK. Just want to make yeah. sure. COVID, Sometimes, COVID uh, size. COVID size. Yeah, exactly. Grab and go in your own fridge. So. But I, I, what, what I, I think like something that I've noticed about your product is that it's very snackable. Like a lot of people think hummus has to go with something else, right? It has to go with chips. It has to go with veggies that you can have it on its own. And I think for anyone, for people that are, hopefully someone's watching, usually we get about 10,000 views per episode. So I think we're in good company here that creating a product that can be on the go snackable you mentioned snack packs i'm really glad you're heading into that innovation as well because i think the product's so damn amazing that you can just snack on it straight and other brands like mush have done that right mush is a traditional oatmeal that you cook and you have it in a bowl and you have to be sitting down to have it mush turned it into something that's very snackable and on the go and i think ithaca is definitely in that same vein so so I guess next year you're planning some big growth. You got some new packs coming out. Are, are we? Do I hear a little whisper about Costco on the horizon? Is that is that going to be in the cards for you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's the kind of thing that could happen at any time. But um, you know, not being able to sample in Costco is that, that, that is <laughs> change that game a little bit. Downtime. But um, you know, yeah, yeah got a, I got a call tomorrow tomorrow morning with uh, with one of the category managers. No way, so that's we'll awesome. See. You know, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, you're gonna crush so, it, dude. Hopefully. Especially if you're wearing that shirt. <laughs> so. Oh, I always wear that. I always wear this shirt. <laughs> I love it. It's like you breathe the brand. You're passionate. Um, it's awesome that we can have meetings with buyers now without having the. You know, honestly, it's better than having to fly out there. I mean, there's also there's there's Don't that you human. Love that? Yeah, you can have four meetings in one day. Not saying I do. I'd be lucky if I did. Like as far as Zoom or whatever. But I just had a meeting today with a um, a major retailer. It was set up last week. I didn't have to book any plane tickets. I just, you know, I wasn't like in my underwear or anything, but I, I got dressed up like this, went in front of Zoom and then had a meeting. So 
it's more efficient, but then you lose that human contact, right? That human touch. That's the downside to it. Um, so anyway, uh, any other, I guess, parting words of advice for any uh, geniuses in training that are watching this right now? Because you've built an amazing product and brand. What has really helped you along the way, like in a minute or less, that's really formed you and molded you into the entrepreneur you are today? Anything you want to share with, with uh, people watching? Yeah, I think what um, has helped me is just the willingness to be authentic um, in relationships and in everything, you know, with the brand, but also being willing to accept the fact that whatever my authentic self is probably isn't the best version of what it'll eventually become. So like being honest and confident and authentic and what you want and direct and all that good stuff, transparent, but um, also, you know, not being afraid to say, Hey, I, I made a mistake or, Hey, I, I, I need to work on this. Um, you know, the hardest part for me, I would honestly say has been developing myself personally at the rate of, of the business, you know, growing. Um, but, uh, you know, I think if you, if you, if you kind of look at it that way, it, it, it really helps. Awesome. Yeah. Being super, super humble. I think that's really important and being coachable and open to advice and improving. Um, because like I find myself doing this all the time. I think we're kind of kindred souls in this way where I'm so close to the brand, right? To genius. You're so close to Ithaca. Like you are Ithaca. It's your identity. Like it's, it's like you've been living and breathing it that, um, you have to look outside the box and be open to outside advice. Cause at the end of the day, you want to improve as an entrepreneur, but also improve your brand, right? And the best way to do that is to be open to the right advice, not everyone, but the right advice to continually reiterating and improving. And I think you guys are definitely doing that. So, well, um, I'm definitely going to get more on the way home. I've already pounded through one, uh, two of the, um, of the uh, products that I bought. I bought the uh, lemon, garlic, and the there's an original, right, I believe? Isn't yeah, there? Classic, yes, I yeah, classic, The yeah. classics, I bought those two, and I'm gonna probably buy more tonight. So, but really, uh, thank you for joining us. Awesome interview. Um, you're the proud first hummus founder to be on 15 Minutes of Genius. So thank you again, Chris, for joining us and for staying up late for us. Hey man, I'll wear it proudly. Thanks for having me and um, love the show, so, so keep it up. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right. So that is episode 29 with Chris Kirby. He is the founder of one of the most amazing, if not the most, the, the most amazing hummus brand in the country, Ithaca Hummus. And uh, again, if you want to go to his website, it's IthacaHummus.com. We can check it out. Sprouts National just launched. So again, big shout out to Mark Nicholas, Mark Annam at HaddonBeachStudios.net. Make sure to reach out to him as well. And uh, he can help you out, uh, not on the hummus side, but definitely on the editing side. So uh, thank you again. And one last thing, stay genius, my friends. Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you.